You are now listening to the Rose of Sharon Church podcast. It is our prayer that God challenges your heart during this week's message. If you would like to let us know what God is doing in your life, please email us at rostnshare at gmail.com. We're glad you're here. Welcome home to Rose of Sharon Church. So Revelations chapter 3, beginning in verse 14. We can be able to talk about uh, a number of the churches. We can be able to talk about the, uh, the churches of Revelation, the dispensational churches. We can talk a lot of different things. But today I want to very quickly share with you this passage of Scripture that the Lord deals with the church Here in Revelation chapter 3, beginning in verse 14, listen to what the word of the Lord speaks to the church of the Laodiceans. And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things says the Amen, the faithful. Oh my Lord have mercy. Uh, Look at your neighbor and say, He is the Amen. By the way, that means the so be it. That means whenever he gets this ready to do something, he does it and it's so be it. Hallelujah, it's done. He is the amen. He is the faithful. He will do and he will be faithful to you even whenever we're faithless. Praise God. And the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works. Hmm. Let me, let me just share this with you. Whoever you are today, don't think you can be able to hide from the eyes of the Lord. Don't think that you can escape His glance and His glare because the Lord sees. He sees past every mask. He sees past every closet door. His eyes pierce the night. He sees you, he knows you, he understands you, he knows what you look like, he knows the contents of your heart, he knows you, and he knows your works. But listen to what he says, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. This morning, I want to preach to you for the next few moments. Feeling chilly? Then turn up the heat. It's been chilly here for the past few days. Okay, it's been straight up cold, okay, it's been cold. And uh, if you don't care for the cold, though, from all weather reports, tomorrow it's supposed to start warming up, thank you Jesus. But wait, it's going to get cold again in the next few days if they're right, all right? 
I hate to tell you this, brother and sister, but the weather is consistent. Completely consistent. It is consistently changing. Hallelujah. It changes all the time. It's crazy how that you can be able to go 20 and 30 just degrees and shift all over the place. You can go from where you can be able to be out in a nice light jacket and even during the day don't even need a jacket until three or four days later you are in insulated everything. And you still feel like your toes are about to have frostbite. Weather is consistently changing. But the great thing about winter is this. That's why you have a furnace. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's why you have a heater. Why? Because even in the midst of the cold, this little invention called a furnace or a heater allows you to be able to change the environment that you are in. Because it raises the temperature of where you are at. You can walk outside of the influence of that heater. And all of a sudden you get cold again. But when you're inside the radius of the furnace. You're inside the sphere of influence of the heater. Oh, it's nice and warm. See, that's why that you can be able... To be in a position like Sister Joy. She loves in her Sunday school to make it toasty. So what have I learned to do? There's two little space heaters in there that I put in there. Why? Because if I cranked it up for it warm enough for her to survive. It would be a sauna in here. We would open up rows of sharing church and sauna. Because there'd be steam everywhere. You walk in, it'd be people sweating half to death. Why? Because so I close the door and turn on them space heaters and let the original heat that's in the church go in there, but raise it up even hotter. Why? Because that's what she needs. But if you walk in there with the jacket, you'll die. The influence of that, those heaters raises that room temperature higher than what it is in other parts of the church. Do the same with the nursery. Do the same in the back in the kids' area. Why? They raise that temperature up for the kids. Brother and sister, can I just be able to share something with you? That brother and sister today, every Friday and Saturday night over at Christmas City, for those of you that have not been here and had a chance to be able to work, there's a very popular place here at Christmas City. And that is, especially the last few days. And that is this little bus that's turned into a diner. Okay, why? It's warm. They have a heater in there and it keeps it nice and toasty warm. It is so warm that you can't even see if people are actually in there. You just see shapes. Why? Because it has formed condensation on all the windows. It is warm in there. And it is affecting the environment and it's affecting even how the cold interacts with the warm inside. Brother and sister, understand this. 
It is warm and people feel that place because of its warmth. You see, warmth draws individuals that are cold with the hope that, there can't, that they themselves can be warm. Today, let me just share this with you. That is what the Lord wants to do in your life. The Lord wants you to get around Him and begin to warm your very soul up. He wants to change the environment in your heart. He wants to change the environment in your soul. He wants to change the environment that you live in. Understand something, brother and sister. Just because it's cold and dreary and there's no hope outside of your sphere of influence does not mean that you have to follow along with being dreary, cold, depressed, anxious as everybody else. Why? Because, honey, you got a walking space heater with you. Come on, somebody. Brother, you do not have to live in a constant state of being cold, a constant state of being chilly. You do not have to. Why? Because the Lord wants to warm you up. See, brother and sister, this difference in temperature between us and the Lord initiates a change in our lives. The temperature of our lives rises as we are in contact with the Lord, just as we are in contact with the furnace. Understand that this allows us to live a different way than what people around us live. I have come dressed to be outside and walk in the house and the girls have left before I have and I've walked in and immediately start stripping. Throwing jackets, throwing insulated coveralls, throwing everything. Why? Because they forgot to do something. They forgot to turn down the heat. And so I'm expecting to walk into a much colder place after being in sub-zero or sub-freezing temperatures. And I come walking in and all this insulation and it's 72 degrees now. So I'm like going, oh, oh, it's hot. Kick that bad boy down and start stripping off until I'm in nothing more than just a pair of jeans and a t-shirt. Why? Because of one reason. The furnace has brought the environment into a place that now I live differently than what's on the outside. But let's just understand something. You are able to live differently because the Lord rules in your life. Understand something. If you are not living differently, then something is wrong. Because understand something. Being in a position where God begins, being in the presence of the Lord, begins to change our temperature and change the way we live, just as living with a furnace in the midst of freezing cold temperatures, God is in the business of change. Okay? God loves to change things in your life. 
He loves to take somebody that may be cold with the midst of all kinds of issues that are going on in their life, all kinds of problems that are going on in their life, and he loves to bring them into a place where there's an effect of a furnace, an effect of something that burns within them that raises their God-level consciousness and raises their temperature and that allows them to see, my God, there's a different way to live and I can live in a way that is differently and that difference of living becomes a lifestyle and from that lifestyle, we live differently on a permanent basis. God is in the business of changing. He's in the business of taking us and bringing us in out of the cold and raising our temperature. But understand something. He wants you to live different. Anybody else? My nephew, Aaron, the Lord bless his heart. Yesterday, Friday night, I'm in insulated everything. Socks, coveralls, or my bibs. I've got three jackets on, a sweater, another jacket, and my big coat. Two hoods pulled up, tied up. I was letting the air in, so I would take the long straps of that that wool coat and I would take it and I would tie it around my neck and tie it up to the top so it pulled close to my face because the wind was still getting back to my ears and I pulled up tight and I was walking around and all of a sudden I hear Aaron and I turn Aaron is in shorts no shoes no socks and a t-shirt walking around going did I hear they have fried Oreos I was like what is wrong with this picture? I'm dying. It's cold outside. I can, can't feel my fingers. I can't feel my toes. I ran off and lost my gloves. And I'm walking around going hands in pockets ministry. Because my fingers are froze. And I'm walking around. And lo and behold, he comes out of nowhere. And he's like going, food anyone? And I looked at him. I thought, this is doggone strange. But understand something. That is what begins to happen. Whenever you live in an environment that nobody else is living in and then you venture out of the environment, you're still carrying with you the effects of the environment that you were just in. Last night, my, my, my complete fortunes changed. Why? Because I went from being outside to inside around a funnel cake maker. And that heater was blowing. But I went from being around 350 degrees and four or five times I had to go out and whatever was wrong or whatever and I would step out and I didn't have a jacket on and I was okay for a while. Why? Because I was carrying with me 350 degrees of difference. Brother said, can I just share this with you? God is a God that wants to be to have a difference in your lifestyle. He wants you to be different, to walk different. He wants you to carry on in a cold, depressed world with a temperature that is obviously different when somebody looks at you. He said, Pastor Tim, what do you mean by that? 
Look at this in First Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. This is what the word of God says. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people. The King James like to call, call uses this word. You are a peculiar people. You are unique. You are different. Why are you that different? So that you may proclaim the praises of Him who called you out of darkness unto His marvelous light. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 17, Therefore come out from among them and be what? Separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. Realize this, brother and sister. God is in the business that He wants you to be different. If you are not different from the people around you that is in the middle of cold and destitute lifestyle, living in sin, then brother and sister, you are not living the fullness of what the Lord wants to do in your life. And you are not making the impact that you could be making. Why? Because God wants there to be a difference between your temperature and the temperature of the world. The Lord wants us to have a distinct difference between us and the world. In our text, the Lord even states this, that He wishes that we were either hot or cold. Because He did not want us to be what? Lukewarm. He wants us to be hot in our relationship with the Lord. Fervent in our relationship with the Lord. Powerfully passionate about our relationship with the Lord. Or He wants us cold to not even have a true fellowship with the Lord. To backslide and get all the way out of church. He would rather you be hot or cold. Why? Because brother and sister understand something. If you are lukewarm, you're on again and off again. Serving God, not serving God. Serving God, not serving God. Up and down. Here and there. All over the place. He says this, I would rather have you hot or cold, but not lukewarm in the middle. Why? Because brother and sister, he says this, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Now can I just share something with you, brother and sister? I don't know if you'll ever find the word vomit anywhere else around in the scripture. Very few places. So it's a word that's not used too much in Scripture. So, brother and sister, there is a reason for that because it is a base reaction of something that God despises. Now, why in the world does He despise it? Understand this. The Lord wants you to have a temperature change between you and the world. And if you are lukewarm this morning, He wants you to raise your temperature. He wants you to get hot. He wants you to be able to raise the level of how you influence the world. Listen to this. I want us this morning very quickly just to take our, take our temperature for just a moment. None of us are here that have uh, ever or will ever probably define ourselves as lukewarm specifically. Okay? Understand something. When you look at your life, you probably will ever, you'll never ever look at your life and go, you know, uh, very few of us will ever be honest enough to look at it and go, yep, I'm lukewarm. You know, because what we normally do, we normally do this. We'll normally say something like, well, I'm better than so-and-so. Okay, I don't pray every day, but you know what? Twice a week ain't bad. <laughs> when I go to church on Sunday, and 
when I get in trouble sometime in the week, I'm sure I pray some other time. That's <laughs> not too bad. I'm wearing my Christian t-shirt. Realize this. Nobody ever defines himself really as being lukewarm because we are so busy sometimes just constantly comparing ourselves to the very people around us. Understand this. Let me say on average, we probably, we all feel probably more hot than cold. A lot of us will say, you know what, I'm not the hottest thing in the world, but I'm hot. I'm not full on fire for the Lord like probably some other people, but I'm hot enough. We'll always come to this place where we look at ourselves in varying degrees. But brother and sister, that you know, we'll make time to go to church. We'll make time to help whenever possible. We'll even, uh, you know, we will do all these things. But this morning... I want us to take a look more drastically at who we are as a people. And even as ourselves, and recognize that we may need the Lord to help us raise our spiritual temperature so that we can be everything that God wants us to be. He wants to make us truly hot to trot. I know that's quite out of, yeah, that's, that's a long way away. Hadn't seen that in a while, but hallelujah. Lukewarm is defined as this, as barely or moderately warm or lacking enthusiasm. In your sink, in my sink at home, it is all in one kind of uh, handle. You go to the left, and it's hot. You go to the right, it's cold. You go straight up, it's a mix of both. That there is the definition of lukewarm. When you place your hands in the water, if it's hot, guess what? It's a woo! If it's super cold and you put your hands in the water, it's woo! You know what? The thing about it is this. Hot water and cold water makes you have a reaction to it. Lukewarm allows you to be able to stay in it for a while. It just doesn't bother you at all. I said over the cafeteria, there have been times that my mom has been washing something out and the water is scalding. And she's in there and she's just like. And I'll go in there and I'll go wash my hands. I'll stick my hands. Ah! I'll pull them out and they're like red and the skin is falling off of them. And I'm like. Let's just understand something. There is a reaction that God wants you to have when you get around people. There is something that God wants from you. In our text, he says, I want you hot. I want you cold. I don't want you anywhere lukewarm. Why? Because, brother and sister, he, you must have the ability to elicit some form of reaction to the people around you. Now, brother, let's understand something. Many times we look at ourselves and we say, you know what, I'm not really all that hot. I'm not all really that cold. I'm, you know, I'm just in a good place. But I want to get hotter. How in the world do you get hotter? If you want to get hotter, deal with things that are hot. But all of a sudden, let's just say this, that I get to a point where I am hot 
But all of a sudden, I start putting in a little bit of coal. Putting in a little bit more coal. It gets colder and colder and colder. Why? Because there is an environmental change that's taking place. Understand, when you make coffee, it is made to sit on a burner that keeps it what? Hot. So that you're able to take it, pour it into your coat, into your glass, and be able to drink it. It is made to stay hot. Iced tea is made to stay in the refrigerator or with honestly with tea or with ice in it. Why? So that it will stay what? Cold. Brother and sister, understand something. What we pour into our lives affects our lives. I know this is elementary. I know, brother and sister, we've seen things like this before. And that is, but understand this. What we pour into our lives affects our lives. And if you are in a position where you recognize, I need to become more on fire for God. I need to turn up the temperature in my life with my walk with the Lord. I know there's not a difference that I am making just in my presence then brother and sister, can I just share this with you? Understand this. The word of God tells us in Hebrews. And that is this. That he is a consuming fire. And if he is a consuming fire. Can I just be able to share this with you? If what you pour into your cup. Affects your cup. Then brother and sister, let me share this with you. Stay close to the thing that is hot. Stay close to the very kingdom of God in the walk of the Lord. I said, this is very simple whenever you think about it. That is, if you want to be hot, let God keep pouring hot stuff in you. Problem is this we can come to church, have God, man, touch our lives. Just like this morning, the presence of the Lord, powerful here, man. Worship, great, awesome. People getting touched. God doing a work and just beautiful. Seeing what God is doing. People crying. People worshiping the Lord. People dancing. People just enjoying the presence of the Lord. But all of a sudden, what begins to happen? God begins to pour into us and pour into us. And we feel the fire of God burning up on the inside of us. And as we are continuing to allow God to pour in, we walk out of the building going, Woo-wee! I'm ready to live for the Lord. I'm ready to walk all over everything that's been hurting me. I'm ready to just trust God. I'm ready to be the child of God that He wants me to be. And I'm going to walk for the Lord. I'm going to march for the Lord. And all of a sudden, why? Because, brother and sister, what has happened is this. We have been in an environment where the temperature has gone up because of what we have been around. And all of a sudden, when we get home, Sometimes it may even start on our way home. What we start listening to. The friends that we're around. What we watch. All of a sudden, what are we doing? And what was hot, we begin to cool down. Why? Because we allow other things to fill our lives. And what was once hot now begins to be broken and become cold. I want you to understand, this is very practical. I recognize that. 
All right, sister, for those of you that are saying, Pastor Tim, it's hard for me to trust the Lord. It's hard for me to have faith in the Lord. It's hard for me to walk by faith and not by sight. It's hard for me to do this. Then my question is this, usually to you, and that is this. How often do you allow the Lord to pour into your life? How often are you walking with the Lord pouring Himself in and warming the contents of your heart and allowing that presence and that furnace of the Lord to begin to fall out all the junk around you and allow you to live differently? Or how much of the time when you receive, you say, "Woo! I feel the Lord. I feel them doodaddles up and down my back. I know I feel the Lord. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. I feel a book. I feel this. Hey, I thank you. But when you go outside, everything changes. And I guarantee you, what begins to happen is this. Slowly but surely, you are going from hot to lukewarm. Why? Because of what you are constantly pouring into your life. Hot coffee is only allowed to be hot whenever you're constantly in a position where you're putting new coffee in. Brother and sister, I understand this this morning. God is in the business of wanting to be able to raise your level of your temperature in your life. He doesn't want you lukewarm. He wants there to be a difference between you and the environment around you. Understand something? That only happens as you begin to allow God to be able to raise the environment that you live in. Let me share this with you. You get hotter. I, we've already spoken a little bit, but listen to this. In Isaiah chapter 6, flip over to Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah chapter 6. Let me, just, let me just share this with you very, very quickly. Okay? What you experience has a way of affecting you. As you experience things, it can either raise your temperature or drop your temperature. Okay? Look at this in Isaiah chapter 6. I'm going to drop right down to verse 5. Mainly because I just don't have the time to be able to read. But what we're talking about is this. Isaiah. This is Isaiah's encounter with the Lord. This is Isaiah's encounter with the Lord. And listen to what Isaiah begins to say. The moment that he sees the Lord on the throne and the glory of the Lord that reaches out and it fills the entire temple. And he begins to work in a massive way. Listen to what he says. So I say, woe is me for I am undone. Because I am a man of unclean lips. I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. In other words, he took his own temperature and he realized something. My God, I am not where I need to be. But in verse 6, this is what he says. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal. Look at your neighbor and say, it's alive. It's hot. Which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it. And said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away. And your sin is purged. Brother and sister, understand something. The moment that Isaiah got in the presence of the Lord. It affected the way that he lived. 
it affected even the what he even heard because in verse 8, the Lord began to cry out, who will go for me? Who will I send? And Isaiah immediately says, I will, Lord, send me. Why? Because, brother and sister, as you begin to allow the Lord to pour into you, you begin not only just to see things you haven't seen, you begin to experience things that you haven't experienced. You begin to hear things that you haven't heard before. You want to begin to take part in things you've never taken part in before. Why? Because there's something inside of you that is actively alive, that is burning within you, purging you from an old way of walk and beginning to change in you into a different way of walk. You know what, brother and sister? I can tell you this. How many of you ever had some hot, you know, fall in your lap or you burn yourself on something. There was an individual at McDonald's some years ago. Now he probably doesn't have to work the rest of his life. But he, uh, he got burned whenever, from what I understand, he took hot coffee, placed it between his legs, and tried to be able to, to leave the, the, uh, the counter. And somehow, as he's driving off, he spills hot coffee all on his legs. Let me share something with you. It immediately made me change uh, where I actually, made me more aware of actually where I put hot things in Jesus' name. Amen? Come on, somebody. And so, immediately, this person... It's like, whoa. But immediately it changed me. I thought, man, that coffee's hot. It changed McDonald's. It changed everything around there. Why? When you get around things that are warm, it will have an effect on you. And it will make you look at things differently. Whenever you come in contact, I remember as a child, I've said this before, I'll say it again. One of the times my, my parents had an electric stove. And I remember walking in my mom, she was always cooking something. And I remember reaching over there and she would say, no, no, that's hot. But it had these really cool red spirals. So my mom turns, does something else. You know what I do eventually? Even though my mom has told me a hundred times, do not touch. Guess what I had to do? I had to play with the pretty red spirals. And oh, burnt the heck out of my hand. I had these nice little red spirals on my hand now. Burned it. Can I tell you something that I never do now? I never, ever put my hand near red, pretty spirals on an oven. Why? Because it's hot. And it has affected the way that I live. It's affected me how I deal with that. It affects the way I pick up a pan now. Because if it's something cooking and I've got that handle, I've learned something. Heat transfers. I deal with heat differently. Why? Because I almost had my hand burned off. 
Now understand something, brother and sister. Whenever you begin to come to a place where God begins to deal with you and your temperature begins to rise and you begin to experience what begins to happen, all of a sudden, you yourself begin to recognize heat. And you begin to recognize things. And you begin to change the way you live. The way you act. Why? Because of heat. Brother and sister. The Lord wants to begin to pour into your life. In such a way. That it affects you. Not for this moment. But for the rest of your life. Morning. What you pour in. Is what the way that you live. And this morning, if you are not living in a way that you are not satisfied with where you are, and brother and sister, it comes down to this. In Acts chapter 1, the Word of God says that the disciples did something very powerful before the Pentecost, the day of Pentecost when the Holy Ghost fell. You know what they did? They got together and they began to pray. For 40 days, the Lord spent time with the disciples. And then whenever he left, he prayed. They prayed. Can I share something with you? Spend time with the Lord. Spend time with the Lord. And it will put you in a position where it will change your environment. And it will change the environment around you. Brother and sister... Don't be lukewarm today. If you're feeling chilly, let's turn up the temperature today. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Almighty God. And dear Lord, today, Lord, that we can be in a position, Lord, where it's so cold around us. We can be in a position, Lord, where so much is going on around us that seems so dreary, so cold, so problematic. We can be in a place, dear God, Lord, where we can be so caught up in such negativity and such problems and such, it just brings such a, a frost and such a freezing to our hearts. Dear Lord, where we can't really feel anymore, can't really love anymore. We're just blah. We're here, but we're really not here. But I pray in the name of Jesus, and dear God, you'll fall out cold hearts. Dear God, Lord, that you thaw out cold hearts today. Lord, in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 29, Lord, you state that you are a consuming fire. And I pray, Almighty God, Lord, today. And Lord Jesus, that we may experience the fire of God in our lives. Lord, that raises our temperature. And that allows us to be, Lord, what you want us to be. Hot. On fire for you. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Every head bowed and every eye closed.